amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, where your viewpoint matters. Donnell discusses today's major issues and concerns with nationally recognized expert guests as well as a variety of other interesting topics. So call and express your viewpoint about this week's topic or whatever else may be of concern to you. Just call Donnell at 563-999-3660 to share your viewpoint. Now, with this week's guest, here is your viewpoint host, Donnell Edwards. Good evening and welcome to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints. I am your host, Donnell Edwards. Tonight's discussion is how much do you really know about sales? Joining me for tonight's program is a sales expert and best-selling author of the book, Master the Art of Closing the Sale, the game-changing 10-step sales process for getting more clients and referrals. And he has over 23 years of experience in the sales field from multiple positions, from sales reps to sales management. He is the owner of his own business, 360 Sales Consulting. Please join me in welcoming to the CWR Talk Network and Donnell Edwards Viewpoints, keynote speaker and sales coach, Mr. Benjamin Brown. Welcome, Ben. Thank you, Donnell. Thank you for inviting me on the show. You're very welcome. Now, tell us uh, about your background and your career experience. Well, after leaving the Marine Corps, I started into the gym business on the personal training notes uh, and then got recruited into sales, just like acting. Uh, sometimes you just get picked up by falling into a certain occupation. And in Florida, I started working with a sales team and started educating myself on sales uh, right away, and I had a very good mentor that trained me in sales uh, just for the gym memberships. Uh, and in Florida, you know, to make a significant amount of money, the sales profession is pretty good, so I stuck with it. Uh, I've been doing it for 24 years through various companies, various products, and various different positions from associate to sales management to actually now help building sales teams from scratch for companies and just educating people on sales. So I took what I knew and built a business around it, and my motivation is helping people actually make more money. Okay. Now, you can already uh, give us an introduction to this, but what, what's your story? How did you become recognized as an expert in sales? Well, expertise comes based upon, I think, experience. Uh, you have to do okay. it for a while. I mean, one of the positions that I held for five years was outbound cold calling sales, which basically means uh, I had to earn my paycheck as a professional. So every day I had to earn it. It was commission only. Uh, so a lot of salespeople have bases, you know, have a base salary, and, uh, you know, they work positions where they, they're dealing with incoming calls and they think they're good salespeople or they're working in a good lucrative market where sales is very easy and things of that nature. But when you go into a cold calling type position where you're calling outbound uh, and you can cut your teeth based upon that uh, and you work with a system, uh, within a system where you're educated on an ongoing basis knowing that sales is a skill. So what I pose is that either you're getting better or worse every day in sales. It's a moving target. So it's no completeness with sales. If you don't follow up with things in six months, you'll fall off. If you become too arrogant and you drop a couple of steps, you'll fall off. And so this is why it has to be, it's an ongoing process. It's a skill that must be practiced and, you know, uh, repeat it and actually fine-tune on a regular basis to make sure you're actually selling at optimum speed. <laughs> okay. So uh, basically over the years with 
23 plus years of experience, you have not just been going through the process, but you've been educating yourself and improving and acquiring knowledge. And that's what got you to the point where you, you become an expert. Yeah, and then what I did more than anything was putting the model together based upon the knowledge that I had and testing it. Um, okay. So when I work with people and I tell them, based upon tell me, uh, if they're truthful in their analyzation of their business, I can tell them you know, right off the bat what mon- money they're missing now and what skills they need to improve to generate more income because a lot of businesses, uh, people come out of college and they start businesses. The first thing you need to do, like Mark Cuban says, and I quote, you need to learn how to sell. So if you have a business and you don't know how to sell, uh, you know, whether you're doing face-to-face or you're doing outbound calls or inbound calls or you don't have a sales process, uh, you, and, and, and put your company first on that and accounting and social media and everything else because sales is what pays the bills. Okay, very good. Now, Ben, uh, many small businesses don't think that they're uh, being trained in sales is important uh, until it starts to affect their bottom line. And even with a four-year college degree, many business people are never exposed to training sales. So what do you say to those business owners and sales professionals who say, I'm doing just fine. I don't need any sales training. Most of the time when I first work with people that reach out to me, most of the time is they're in a financial crunch or they notice something that's okay. changed in their business where they need to focus on sales. So one of the first things I do that sets me apart from any other program is that I'm there to dispel the myth of what sales actually is. Uh, a lot of people, if you haven't done any training on it, it's a negative connotation when it comes to sales. I don't want to be too salesy. And I tell people I start them off from the beginning. One of the best of the four people in the United States that can sell the best is a child because a child can constantly close. They don't sell you clothes. They just ask, 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 right? So when you start your own business, you have to realize that you're going to have to have that type of personality to go out and ask, 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 and they haven't done it since they were children. Uh, so it's very uncomfortable for some people. So my deal is to change that myth of what sales actually is. It's been around since the beginning of time. It's not going anywhere. If you've been married, you're in sales. And your wife asks you, what do you want for dinner? She is selling you. If you get the wrong answer, you're in trouble. Um, so, That's true. you know, when you're dating, you're selling yourself. Um, you know, when you're going on a job interview, everything that you see in life is based on sales. And that's why people come in from foreign, foreign countries who teaches their children everything is, has no price on it, everything is negotiating. And that's why they come over to the United States and do so well because we're in a Western civilization, whereas if you can't buy it, you, you if you can't uh, afford to buy it, you don't get it, you don't negotiate. Whereas, you know, I went on a trip to the Bahamas last weekend, and you go to the market, there's no prices. You negotiate for everything, right? But we're not used to that. So people feel uncomfortable because in America, the only thing you really negotiate is a house and a car, right? So when you open a business, it sales. So if you haven't done it, the first thing I, I teach, rule number one, is never assume anything, and number two, what a sale actually is. And I can ask you, Donnell, real quickly so I educate you. Uh, give me one of your definitions of what you think a sale is, and I'll tell you mine, and that help you a little bit. What is a sale? Uh, sale is when someone purchases a product or service. Okay. So when you, I say that a child is the best sales, they're not selling you a product or service, right? But it's still a sale, no. right? So a sale is getting somebody to move, right? Talk okay. To them. You're getting them to move. What you're getting them to do is just like sales copy. You're getting them from the link. You're getting them to pick up the phone. You're getting them to come into the store. You're getting them to answer questions. You're getting them, and eventually, in the end, you're getting them to pull out a payment or credit card or something of that nature. So sales doesn't necessarily have to do with money. Like I said, your wife asks you what you want for dinner. It has nothing to do with money right then and there, but she's selling you on do you know me well enough, right? Okay. All right. (laughs) Very interesting comments. And we're going to continue here in a little bit. 
If you just tuned in, this is Daniel Edwards' Viewpoints, and we're discussing how much do you really know about sales with our guest, sales coach and sales expert, Ben Brown. If you have a question about how to improve your sales skills or how to increase your sales for your business, call now to talk with Mr. Brown. Our number is 563-999-3660. That number again is 563-999-3660. We would love to hear your viewpoint or answer your question. When we return, we're going to discuss what most businesses are missing when it comes to sales and the importance of having a sales process. So please stay tuned. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. Hey, if you have really, really tried to lose weight going from one diet to the next, stop right now and listen to me. Let Jen Han help you. Jen is a food coach and body image expert in her new show, Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, The Effortlessly Easy Path to Weight Loss, is now on the CWR Talk Network. Jen's aim is to dispel all the myths related to dieting, debunk food rules, and bring enjoyment and sanity back to eating. You shouldn't feel guilty about eating the things you enjoy. Jen has lived through the battle of dieting and binging herself for 13 years and has tried every diet plan, every program, and every solution that promised weight loss. Hypnosis, diet pills, cleanses, detoxes, you name it, Jen's tried it. It wasn't until she looked at what was underneath the food that she saw any lasting healing. Now Jen teaches others the truth about dieting and how to enjoy eating normally. Listen to Jen's podcast, Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, The Effortlessly Easy Path to Weight Loss, on the CWR Talk Network online at blogtalkradio.com forward slash CWR Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash CWR Talk Radio and search for Jen Hand or go directly to Jen's podcast on our website, CWRTalkNetwork.com and select Jen's page from the menu bar. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text, and for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. Welcome back to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints. Tonight's discussion is how much do you really know about sales? And our guest is sales coach and best-selling author, Mr. Benjamin Brown. Now, Ben. What is it that most businesses are missing when it comes to sales? Just actually focusing on that, period. Um, There's many businesses out there that I've worked with and known that don't do any marketing whatsoever. Their main focus of the business is actually sales. So they generate most of their businesses through referrals, and they're focused primarily on that. So. One of the keys that you'll find out there is, say, for example, network marketing, right? 
they don't put you whenever you get involved or you get around a network marketing organization, you'll find out that most of the time they don't have any billboards, advertisements, yellow pages. Uh, they might have a website, but most of the time they're selling their products and services through people and through referrals. So they generate by selling other people to sell other people. So when you're in business, one of the keys is your database. So this, there's one of the things I do when I work with businesses is what is your database, where you're keeping your database, because that is your bank. You can always go to get money. What that means okay. is contact people who you promised, who previously bought your product. You can ask them why did they buy your product. They can help you in your marketing. And the key point on my step number 10 is asking for referrals and then asking for it because if they like your product, they will refer you to someone else. So the key component here is for businesses to understand the first thing you must do is sell the product because they spend most of the time two, three days working on a logo, working on a website, working on marketing, what's the color of the website going to look like. And I've had many businesses have these beautiful websites but nobody going to it, right? Okay. It's, like having a Ferrari, it's like having a Ferrari with no engine. It's pretty but doesn't run, right? So <laughs> – it doesn't matter whether you have a good product or bad product, and you realize there's people out there with bad products making great money is because they know how to sell, whereas somebody with a good product with a good heart say they can't do that and wind up being broke because they're like, I don't want to sell like that or I don't want to be too pushy, and you realize that you're going to be out of business because, as we know the numbers, 90% or higher people do not make it past five years in the business, right? And most of the time, most of the time, that's based upon running out of money. So, so there's not a lot of business go out of business for lack for for too much money. Um, so <laughs> I try to get people to focus on the dollars that make sense because that sales is going to drive marketing. It's going to drive other avenues. And also, when you have a solid sales process, the purpose of a business is to put yourself out of the business, right? So. When you're running all these different departments, your accounting, your social media, uh, your marketing, and your sales, your job is to build that business is to bring people in to replace you in those positions, whether subcontract, temporary, virtual assistance, whatever. So in sales, if you don't know how to sell your product, it's hard for you to replace or bring somebody in to sell your product if you don't know how to sell it yourself. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, there, there are obviously steps in, in, in selling, so what are some of the most important sales steps? One of the keys that I start off with is getting prepared. There's a mentality that you have when you go into sales because you have two ears and one mouth. So the key in sales, great salespeople listen. So the difference between a good and a great salesperson is the number of questions that you ask and the questions that you ask, Right. So getting prepared mentally, uh, turning your computer off, listening on the phone, because most of the time your clients, if you're selling somebody over the phone or they're contacting you or they send you emails back and forth, they're going to give you a couple of golden nuggets that most people don't pay attention to because most of the time people are, are pitching and wishing. If I give them enough information, they should buy. And they're pitching too fast. So the first thing I teach people is to slow down because they're giving you what's called golden nuggets, which is they're giving you tips to what their real problem is. And if you become a problem solver instead of selling a product, you'll make it easier for your clients to buy from you. And then the next and last one, there's, there's many others, but, but to actually qualify because a lot of businesses are spending time with people that they shouldn't. And if you're not qualified, how many times, and you've been there, Donnell, have you talked to somebody to sell something, which you've probably sold something in your life, and you realize that there wasn't, in the end, you realize that they wasn't the decision maker? Mm-hmm. So one of the rules is never pitch the non-decision maker because if you give them the information to pitch the decision maker, you might as well write that sale off. So a lot of people over nowadays are doing a tremendous amount of follow-up on people that they pitch. And you realize in the end you're spending double the time following up than you actually do pitching. So your pitch needs to be to the people. So if I ask you, are you the decision maker, and you say, well, 
you know, drinks in my house, and I go, are you married? You go, yeah, and where's the wife? Well, she's not in right now. And I say, well, let me know when she's there so I can explain it to both of you so you guys can make a conscious decision when I get there. Is that fair? Yes. So I'm not going to come to the house and pitch you on drapes, knowing that you're marrying your wife at work, because all you're going to do is give her a quote and some pass a pitch. So I'm not even going to waste my time. I'm going to come back when both of you guys are there, and I'm going to ask a couple of questions to make sure, first of all, I'm not wasting your time, and second of all, you're not wasting mine. Okay, very good. That makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, we're going to talk about this uh, a lot more in depth later, but uh, just right now, what are the benefits of having a sales process? Well, it makes everything a whole lot easier. There's a number of benefits. You actually know you're being able to quantify your energy. So when you actually do sales and you're outreaching or you get inbound, you're able to quantify where the mistakes that you're making. So when you get off the phone as a sales manager, uh, you know, you can look at a guy or if I'm, if I'm your sales manager and you're on the phone or you're talking to somebody, I come back to you and say why you did not get me, why you did not get the sale. You should not be pointing the finger at the client going, oh, they wasn't qualified or this and that. Most of the time it's your fault. So if you have a sales process, I don't have to re-educate you. All I can do, if I listen to a phone conversation with you and the client, and if you have a sales process, I can tell you which step which step you think you missed. And they go, oh, well, I didn't qualify. Okay, so why you didn't qualify? Well, I got too anxious. Okay, well, let's re-drill that, retrain that so you don't make that mistake again. So the same thing I tell, I do a lot of analogies for people. It's like football players are millionaires, right, professional football players. They've been playing since they've been eight years old, right? But in a pro game, and during that week, they do a lot of practicing, but when they come to the sideline, who's the first person they're talking to? A coach. That's and right. The coach is telling them, and the coach is telling them what they did wrong because they see it, and sometimes you don't notice it because you're in the action of the sale. So you need feedback. If not, you're going to make the same mistake, same mistake, same mistake over and over again. So that's why coaching is all – everybody needs a coach or mentor no matter who you are, period. I mean, some of our mentors that we have is from the church, our preachers and things. But in business, a lot of people don't invest in themselves to have somebody to help them. So, you know, most of the time they're drudging through the businesses, making all of these mistakes and as they're going through trying to make money, and it's frustrating. So if you have a, a complete sales process down, you not only know where you're making your mistakes, but when you start to replace yourself, you're giving the people that you want to hire the tools to be successful instead of dealing with high turnover. Because most salespeople, when they come, if they know what they're doing, they're thinking about how much money they can make working with you. And if you don't have a structure set up to actually – do that and a way for them to see that money, they will leave. So that comes with coming on board with a sales process saying, this is how we do things here. It's a proven method. If you do our sales process the way we teach you to, you guarantee success being as though if you do what we tell you to do. And also in that sales process, you'll be able to weed out people who would keep on board longer because you'll know that they're doing it wrong. So how many times do people hire people and keep them on way too long before they fire them, right? True, true. Now, uh, if, uh, Ben, is there a, a, a standard sales process for every business, or does the sales process vary from business to business? It does. It does. So when people come to me, and I work with various industries, software, we're dealing headhunting, we're dealing uh, advertising businesses, I work with social media platforms, I work with individual entrepreneurs that's doing cosmetics, right? So I have a 10-step process. You don't have to use all 10 based upon where you're at, but you need to know what they are, right? So... Uh, that's why I say I'm able to customize. You might not need all, need all 10, but you need to understand what the process actually is. So like gem sales. Gem sales is normally a five-step process. That's need, use, affordability, your spouse, and guest tax. Right? So I have a 10-step process. So people come to me and say, I don't know if you can help me because we do this or we sell this. 
And I said, I really don't care what you sell. I really don't care what service you provide because a sale is a sale. There's no need to overcomplicate it. If you don't understand it, you won't do it, and we both will fail, right? So okay. if there's a sales process that's too complicated, my job is to make sure that you understand it, do it, and become successful and give me a referral. I don't work with people just to work with them. I need for them to be successful because my key right now as I build this business is to generate more referrals and work with people that's going to see the success that I'm telling them that they can have. So I interview the people that I work with because I cannot do this for you, right? There's work involved. There's things that you're going to have to do. And most of the compliments I get, Donnell, is great because most of the time when I work with major companies, you know, without but the fourth or fifth week, they'll come on and, and actually try to hire me. <laughs> which, which is letting me know that I'm on the right track and they're understanding it and they know it's work and they're like, well, maybe if I just bring you on and pay you, then I can reap the benefits of having a great salesperson rather than doing the work. And I said, yeah, that's great. But I tell them, honestly, I said, in order for me to work for you, I have to put down my dreams and then build your dreams. And my dreams are expensive. Do you want to see the figures? And at that point, they'd be quiet, and we continue on training. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Now, you're listening to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, and we're discussing how much do you really know about sales with sales expert and keynote speaker, Mr. Benjamin Brown. Your viewpoint matters. So call us right now and check in with your viewpoint on tonight's discussion. And we also welcome your questions for our special guests. So call us now at 563-999-3660. That number again is 563-999-3660. We're going to take a short break right now, and when we return, we're going to discuss why some business people fear sales and some of the key mistakes veteran salespeople make. So stay tuned. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel. And a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. Welcome back to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints, and thanks for joining us for tonight's discussion. How much do you really know about sales? Our guest is the owner of 360 Sales Consulting. 
and is also the author of the best-selling book, Master the Art of Closing the Sale, the game-changing 10-step sales process for getting more clients and referrals. Ben, uh, why do some business people fear sales? Well, like I said, we let's start from the beginning as a child. When you start asking for milk and things that you wanted, it was great because you just asked for what you want. Now, being in a Western civilization, from the time you start K through 12, everything that you want has a price that's already been priced out. So everything that you want or ask for, if you can't afford it, you don't get it. So it's a skill that you naturally have. And if you go overseas, all the children, you go to the Philippines, there's children in the street hustling and selling. And sometime in the neighborhoods, you'll see Girl Scout cookies or things that you actually sell. But if you don't utilize those skills, you, you, you lose them, like, keep, like learning Spanish and then trying to talk it five years later, right? So you go through K through 12, and you get educated based on economics and social studies and all the mathematics and all these different in biology. And then you go to college, and college doesn't teach any sales. It just teaches you basically the, if you go into business, it's dealing with numbers, accounting, things of that nature. So most of the time you get out of college and you pursue another degree or you go into education or you go into a company and you start working for somebody. So when you start doing that, that's great. And then most of the entrepreneurs now will start that way. And then they'll say, okay, I have an idea for a business. I have a product that I have or something, or I want to open up a store or something of that nature. So they get the money, they get the loan, or they go out and they start and they open it up. Now what's the first thing that you do? You have all of these skills, but you don't have any sales skills. So Donnell, the key to sales, 60% of sales is confidence. Right? So no matter whether you're selling the cure to cancer or you're selling a widget, you still have to have the confidence to actually go out and sell that. And because most people in the United States haven't used that skill in years, that huge gap, there's a fear of confidence. Can I do it? Should I do it? Uh, how should I do it? Because selling is really about failure. Right? Because you okay. know just as well as I do, that you cannot sell everyone. Right? True. And at some some point when you're in sales, you're going to have to take what's called rejection. Okay. All right. And, pe- and people do not like rejection. <laughs> so Very true. Very it, true. So, so when you're in sales, I, I sometimes subconsciously have to tell people, you're not looking for the yeses. Don't count the yeses for some people because if you're enthusiastic and you have confidence and you know that you're going to get the no's and they don't bump into you. Sometimes I tell people, start counting the no's, right? So if I need three sales a day and I'm just looking for three sales, that's great. But if I know the numbers on the people that I am in contact with, whether it's phone, email, Internet, or in person, if I know – that in order to do three sales that I can actually, I normally need to get about 50 no's because everything in sales is based on numbers, right? So that's why you have to have the confidence to get through the no's to continue on in your process, refine your process, analyze your process, and tweak it as you go along. So it's a lot of things going on at the same time. But you have to understand that you're going to go through rejection. It's just like dating. You know when you go in the club, you're going to get rejected. So a lot of guys don't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, obviously, Ben, everybody is not a salesperson. So what advice do you have for business owners who have a sales force but don't need mm-hmm. don't feel the need to be involved in the sales process themselves or even acquire knowledge about sales. Okay, so if you're running a business and you have your hands into it, which is your business, which is a department of your business, then and you know that department is driving revenue, then there's a problem. Right? I could fire my marketing team and probably save money 
but I have to replace them eventually to keep marketing. But if I fire my sales team, I don't know what they're doing. I have no control over the income that's coming in. Right. Exactly. So, so on the end of this, if, go if, ahead. If you, if you have a manager and you put your your faith in your sales manager and your sales manager decides to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how are you going to walk into that room not knowing sales or and once again, the point that I say to people in businesses is the hiring. I've actually been contracted to hire for, for individual companies for salespeople because I've been in sales long enough, and there's one thing a salesperson definitely knows how to do is sell themselves. So you have to understand how to interview for salespeople because we're outgoing. And if you're not an outgoing person and they're selling you to sizzle and you find out later on that there's no steak, then you're wasting a lot of time roasting people through your company. Right. So it's all it, about time. It's a lot of time being wasted in sales that shouldn't have be wasting. A lot of time. Really? So it, it, it's really important for a, a business owner to have some involvement in that sales process then. So that's that's great. Now, on the individual level, what should someone who is new to sales, just getting into the profession, uh, what should someone like that need to know to get on the path to success? You need to work with somebody who has a solid process and willing to work with them. There's a number of people just like actors, right? Because sales is what like, what some people call good, successful people. Salespeople normally work at different positions, and those positions are called like gigs, right? Gigs, just like a comedian has a comic gig, an actor has a gig. When they go out to Hollywood to be actors, they have to go through a lot of rejection. So for a salesperson to work with somebody at the beginning, that's going to give you the right mindset because if not, you're going to quit. I've worked in a number of organizations where people have come in and had no sales experience, had no personality, had no gumption, but all they did in that sales organization, which had a great sales process, was just follow the process and not – most of the time, they were more successful than that personality guy that can sell a pen to everybody, right? Okay. So I, I can work with somebody who doesn't have the personality as long as they stick with the fundamentals rather than working with somebody who's very ambiguous and have this great attitude and all this. Because what happened, they become too arrogant sometimes, and then they fail. But if you stick to the process, the fundamentals, it's like football, right? You can go out there and do all this fancy stuff, but the coach is like, no, 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 go back to the fundamentals, right? Fundamentals. And so you can get off track at any time, but if you stick with the fundamentals on a good process, that's your roadmap for success. Okay, very good. So I hear you mentioned process again, so that's that's, that's obviously key in uh uh, success in sales. Now, mm-hmm. what are uh, some of the key mistakes that we talked about someone new? Now, what are some of the key mistakes that veteran salespeople make that may result in lost sales? Um, most of the time it's arrogance. Okay. Um, it's them thinking they know everything or they learn everything that they needed to know and not willing to listen to any type of uh, criticism. Um, so what happens is that normally when you're in a sales pro- pro- person, you're graded by stats. How many sales you're bringing in, what season it's going on, everybody does that. This is based on stats. So if you're a good salesperson and your stats start to go down and you're a veteran, uh, you know, and you, you miss a couple of steps out of your process, and you're not willing to listen. And I'll give you a prime example. I'm working with a company been there for about three years. We have a solid sales process that's down. They're very fundamentally sound on how everything works. And you, we brought in, maybe I've seen, we had about 125 reps, and out of four years, I've probably seen about 8,000 people come in and out, but we still had a steady 125 that we brought in because they're constantly recruiting, trying to find that diamond. 
And so you would bring in people that seen the ad and so all, everything in the book from Verifone to boats. And when they come in, after they've been in training for two weeks, they'll come out on the floor. They'll get on the phone. It's outbound sales. And the guy, you know, starts to get to know you, and he'll be like, uh, you know, I really don't have to listen to this. I've been selling stuff for years and years and years, and I'm looking at them telling them, like, it doesn't work like that here. If you don't stick to what they're teaching you in the process that you have, you're not going to be here long enough because you're going to need to sell. And I'm saying you can do whatever you want, but if you're not able to sell and you don't listen to the process, that's on you. And eventually, you know, two weeks later, when the manager brings him in on Friday and sits down with him and says, this is not for you, the guy says, but I was selling boats. I was making 300 a year. I'm like, yeah, that's fine if you were making that, but if you were so good at sales, you should have stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. <laughs> now, uh, so you came uh, in, you, they, they came in too arrogant, didn't want to listen to their process. They came in with their own insight. Uh, and they thought they can rewrite the book. And that's why I said in business, when you own your business, you build your own sales process with help. So when people come in and tell you it's not working or whatever, it has to be proven. Okay. All right. Now, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, too, is establishing and working to achieve goals important? And if so, what should some of those goals be? <laughs> Okay, I, this is where I get I la, I get good with people because it's hilarious, right? All right? Okay, so I sit down with people and I said, all right, let's start going over goals, right? So I like, how much do you want to make next year in your business? And this is I do this all the time. Well, we made ninety thousand this year. We would like to be around two twenty. I said two twenty, right? I said, okay, so realistically, where you want to be? And they go, what do you mean? I said, what do you, you're at 90 now. Where do you want to be? 220. I said, 220 is not real. When somebody gives you a round number, it's not real. Right? So I always call it an analogy. So people say, what do you mean by that? So when you look out to date and you said, hey, I want to go out and date a girl, I said, what kind of girl do you want? Uh, I want a girl around about five to seven, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's not real. I want somebody, you know, when somebody comes and tells you, I, I want her to be a Methodist, I want, you know, you need to start mm -hmm. being specific. Now, here's the deal that I tell people, and this is a big key for everybody. Goals are goals, but habits are success. So you can have okay. all these goals, you can have all these goals that you want, but the habit is what makes you successful, Right? So there's many people who say, oh, I have all these goals. I want my business to do all of this. And I'm like, okay, so what habits are you creating to, to actually capitalize on the goals? What do you mean? So in your schedule per day, are you putting two hours a day just to do outbound calls or just ask for referrals rather than sitting there on Facebook and then tweeting and Twittering and Instagramming and all these other things? You know, because a business, we're here before Instagram, before websites. Before cell phones, before all of that, there was always sales. So I try to get them to go back to the basics, and that's what freaks them out down there. So when you're able to do your business based on little, uh, you know, all of the social media and stuff like that, if you can do it raw, you can survive because guess what? Snapchat used to be hot. Now it's gone. So if you put all your business and advertising in Snapchat <laughs> and it's gone, where are you going to be, right? Give That's me true. one small example. I, what would a business, uh, just give me an example because this happens all the time locally. So they hired me to come in and help them with the sales. So I told the guy, let me give you an example. I said, let's double your business this week. He says, yes, I would love to. Now, my key here is to actually train you so you don't pay for me, your, your new clients do. Let me cover that again. My job when I interview you and I say that we're a good fit, my job is to get you new sales so when you take me on for payment, you don't pay for me. Your new clients will, right? So I told him, I said, get a pen and paper or Excel spreadsheet. Give me the 50 hottest qualified people that you have. Write them down with phone numbers, emails, and all that stuff. 
write it down, have that for me when we come in in the morning. He goes, okay. Now, he didn't know what I was doing. So I came in the next morning, and he had them all written down on the sheet. He had about 50 people on there. And I said, okay. And I went over, and I pushed the computer, and I folded it down. And, and I, I took all the stuff off his desk, and I took him in the conference room, and I grabbed his cell phone, and I said, okay, we're going to practice a little bit, and we're going to get on the phone and call these people. He liked to went into the, a conniption fit like I was asking him for his first truck. <laughs> like, what? We're going to call these people, and we're going to them. We're not going to email them. We're not going to tweet at them. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to call them, and we're going to sell them. And, you know, just his reaction alone is like, oh, my goodness, why are businesses not doing it? You're selling it on slip, right? So mm-hmm. that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. So, yeah, when you come down to it, you know, the main thing in, in, in most salespeople, they become too arrogant. And so you have to have, like I said, the steps to do it. And once, and I'll say this to close this point, is that normally it takes between four to six weeks for the light bulb to come on. And what I mean by the light bulb is that they start understanding what sales is all about, getting the fundamentals and everything, and then they start doing it and start saying, wow, I now understand it was easy. I had them to do this. The people just gave me the credit card. I didn't, and I'm like, yes, yes. Yes, that's what it's about, right? And so sales is actually really cool. Um, it's really nice to have the skills to do it, and it's everywhere. So once you learn it, actually it goes from a negative aspect to actually being fun. Okay, very good. Very interesting and uh, very helpful. Uh, if you just joined us, this is Dino Edwards Viewpoints, and we're discussing how much do you really know about sales. Our special guest is sales expert and keynote speaker, Mr. Benjamin Brown. We would love to hear your viewpoint about sales or your questions for Mr. Brown. So call us right now at 563-999-3660. That number again is 563-999-3660. We're going to take another short break right now, and when we return, we'll get our guest thoughts and uh, about some sales points from another sales expert, and we'll also get some of the points from Mr. Brown's best-selling book about mastering the art of closing the sale. So stay tuned. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for life empowerment programs like Career Reels with Carolyn. We understand that many of our listeners need career advice to advance their careers to the next level, and others need advice on finding a job. We have been blessed with the addition of Ms. Carolyn Owens to our network. Carolyn is the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated, which provides career, leadership, and life coaching that moves individuals forward, allowing them to take command of their lives. With over 25 years of proven experience, she is a leading authority on leadership and professional development and has worked with and trained top leaders across the globe. Her show, Career Reels with Carolyn, may be heard the second Monday of every month at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Career Reels is a show that discusses how you can become the star of your life. Carolyn and her guests will share with you tips and strategies on how you can reach and stay at the top of your game. 
You'll also hear about hot topics and trends that can make a difference in your career or business. So tune in the second Monday of each month to hear Career Reels live and get hired or take your career to the next level. For more information, visit Carolyn's page on our website at cwrtalknetwork.com. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. Welcome back to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, and thanks for joining us for tonight's discussion. How much do you really know about sales? Our special guest is the owner of 360 Sales Consulting, sales expert Benjamin Brown. Internationally renowned speaker and author Brian Tracy offers the following 10 reasons why salespeople are successful. Number one, top salespeople do what they love to do. Number two, they decide exactly what they want. Number three, they uh, back their sales career with goals, uh, career goals with perseverance. Number four, they commit to lifelong learning. Number five, top salespeople use their time well. Number six, they follow the leaders. Number seven, they know that character is everything. Number eight, they use their inborn creativity. Number nine, they practice the golden rule. Number 10, they pay the price of success. Now, Ben, is there anything on Mr. Tracy's list that stands out to you or that you disagree with? Well, uh, well, one caveat that I add is step 10 is that in any business, you must generate referrals, which will make your sales a whole lot easier. Uh, and okay. what he talked about, the golden rule, was based upon your performance, which is why sales is a skill is being able to know the golden rule is that let the client talk first, right? So that is one of the keys there that I, I was laughing about because, um, and I'll, I'll give you a, a prime example. Uh, I was working with a company, and we were doing phone sales, which I always go back to because I, I was doing about 150 to $160 a day. And so we were very good professionals, and I had a clock on my desk, like uh, one of those ones that you play chess with, and you click it on, and it starts to tick. Okay. So one of the golden rules in sales is those who talk first loses. And it takes a lot of discipline to understand what that means. You have to be taught in that because a lot of people talk too much in sales, talk way too much. Um, So – I would go through my pitch, and I was on the phone with a gentleman from Texas, and I got to my clothes. So a clothes is like building a house and putting a top on the house. And if you're not able to put the top on the house, everything falls down. And it goes from advertising to introduction to getting to know them to asking questions to, you know, finding out what the need is, all these little steps, right, to build that house. And when you get to the top of the house, if you don't do the golden rule, you might as well light the house on fire and start all over again. Right, because okay. you built all this to get to the close, which we call the close, which is asking for the money or the sale. So we know that you've been drilled at. So what I would do every time I would get to the end, my close was, so what card do you want to put that on? Now at that point, I've done everything that I've done, hopefully well, covered all the steps that I wanted, covered most of the objections, and waiting for more. And my job right now is to wait. No problem. Just wait. So most of the time you're talking 30 seconds, sometimes 40 seconds, because you haven't given them time to digest your sales process. And if you talk, all you're doing is confusing them, whether you're in person, on phone, whatever. So your golden rule is to be quiet. So I hit this ticker on it, and I had a manager that would let me know if the person was still on a hung up. And if you hung up, I would call you right back because I'm in sales. Um 
And so I sat there and waited and waited, and I had a little bowl in my hand. I would pass it back and forth, just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. So five minutes went by, six minutes went by, eight minutes went by. And I'm looking at my manager every minute, and I'm just pointing at him. He says, he's still on the line. And after 10 minutes and 30 seconds, the gentleman said, well. And I didn't say anything after that. And after 30 more seconds, he came back and said, I guess I'll do it. Now, what we, mean, what we mean by the golden rule is that any time in those 10 minutes, if I would have came back and said, are you still there? Do you have any questions? Uh, would you like a better price? Oh, by the way, I also have this. Let me tell you more about the feature. All I'm doing is backtracking my sales process, going back down to step six to step two, and you're breaking the entire sales down. So... Most of the time when we train people in sales, when they get to that point, it's very difficult for them to understand. Just be quiet. You have to have this. And that's where the confidence comes in. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I covered all my sales process. I'm at the close. I'm asking for it. I, I think I've earned enough right to ask for it. So now I'm asking for the sale, which you should. And now I'm just going to wait to see what they say. And if you do not wait, you will lose that sale. Okay. Now, what I did, Ben, I checked the things that stood out most to me from uh, Mr. Tracy's list, and I compared my list with uh, with yours, and I did have one of the three that I had checked was uh, the one that you mentioned about practicing the golden rule. However, I was thinking more in the, the biblical sense, and you educated me on that, about what that means. So, uh also, one of the things that really impressed me about Mr. Tracy's list was the emphasis on character, humility, and empathy, which reminds me of what I, I read and what I learned years ago when I was in sales in uh, Og Mandino's book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, which is still today arguably the, the best book ever written on sales. So just how important in today's world are integrity, humility, and empathy and achieving success in sales. <laughs> All right, I put it a different way, right? Okay. And what? And and this is the best way I could do it, and I shorten it for people, because I I try to emphasize that as much as I can. But the, I when I talk to people about sales, and I want to work with them, or they want to work with me, my way I put it in my phrase: either like it, or love it, or leave it. Okay. What I mean, what I mean by that, either you like the product, you love the product, or you need to leave the product. When you support a product or service that you don't totally believe in, or think that you can do, or it's not your product and you don't believe in it, then it's time to leave it. Right? Those okay. those emphases are very important to your integrity. So if you don't believe in the product or love the product or like the product, then it's not going to be – it's not going to work out. So that's what he's talking about, integrity, because if you're trying to rip people off or trying to sell, which happens all the time out there, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time that they're, you know, they're, something's going to happen, right? Because sales is a skill, and if it's used in the wrong manner or you're using that power – for something that's negative, it's only a matter of time. It will weed itself out eventually. As you see on the news every day that people are getting, you know, for embezzling, people are selling stocks, you know, they're making money. Right. Eventually, eventually you know it's wrong, you have moral character, or you didn't believe in the product, and you're out there flipping stuff that's not good, eventually something's going to happen. And that's in anything from... I hate to say, at a drug dealer, you're selling bad drugs, to a pharmaceutical company doing this, or you know, you're you're a senator and you're taking money under the table. You know, all of this stuff comes back down to character. So when you start to work in sales or you have your business, and like it or leave it, it means that you're going to be able to get the tough times. I believe in this part. If you watch Shark Tank, those people are very dedicated with their products. They spent a lot of hours not getting paid. You know, putting this product together, they believe in it. That's why when they do their pitch, 
you better be able to sell it to them because you're asking for their money and also their time for your dream. So you better like it or love it, right? Why did you get this product? It's not about the product. What brought you here? They love the story, right? And when people start crying on Shark Tank, I'm like, here it goes. They're going to get some <laughs> money because they're, they're crying. And I had diabetes and accident and my dog died, and I believe in this product. And, then, you know, and most of the sharks <laughs> will invest with people who have that belief in that product, whereas they come in and they say we have these numbers. and we They can feel it that those people are willing to do whatever it takes to get that product out there, right? I love the stories. Yeah, you know, I lost my arm in a garbage disposal, and I rebuilt it myself, and I had this product while I was in the, you know, in the hospital bed, <laughs> and it came to me like from God, and you're like, oh, here it comes. So they're selling, right? <laughs> they're really, really selling hard at that point, right? There's still a sales cost, and you can see the panel going like, I just love your story. It's just such a beautiful thing, and, you know, it's like, you know, why should I buy it? Okay, and one of the things I do, and here's, a, here's, here's another golden nugget that I tell people, and that's why they should call in because I love answering questions, right? I love answering questions. So one of the things I do to people, and, and this is one of the things you can do while you're listening to this show that's going to help you, is I look at the, the, or I do Zoom or I do Skype or I talk to them by phone. And in the beginning, one of the key things I do is I looked at them and I said, why should I buy from you? Okay. It doesn't mean anything. I'm asking you, why should I buy from you? Right? You have probably have competition, people out there doing the same thing you do, something like that. And most cases, ninety percent of the time, they can't answer that question. That's a problem. Right? You should buy from me because my product's the best and I put it out there. I'm like, that's not gonna sell me. That's your mantra, right? What your company stands for. So most of the people if you say a plumbing device that's going to put into somebody's house that's going to save them water, and I ask them, why should I buy from you? Because this product is going to save you water, and it's the best thing out there, and, you know, this and that. And I'm going, I'm not really convinced. I said, I just met you, right? I said, well, based on what I'm telling you, the reason you should buy this device, because everyone needs to save water. It's efficient for you to have that all the time, so you can save money that you can put into other things in your house, and that's why you should buy this product. And they go, oh, that's beautiful. And I say, I just made that up, right? So if I can do that with a product that I don't own, you should do that very easily because you spent hours putting this product out there, right? Okay. Very good. So so if you can't do that, there's a problem. (laughs) Okay. I understand. Now, uh, Ben, uh, you've actually written written the book. We kind of just – scratch the surface tonight on some of the things that are, are in your book, Master the Art of Closing the Sale, the game-changing 10-step sales process for getting more clients and referrals. And where can uh, our listeners uh, get the book? And can you tell us more about it as well as your sales blog, 360salesconsulting.com, which offers free advice to people interested in sales? Well, the book you can get on the website, which is 360 Sales Consulting, and on there there is a slot for book. You can get it on Amazon. But the key, if you get it from the website, you fill it out, I will actually send you a signed copy of the book. So that is a key component. And then I will put some extras in the package. I'm still doing that manually myself. So I get those all the time, and I love it because, you know, it can get it directly to you, and you'll have a signed copy, and that will work it there. Another thing that I have people to reach out, because I have many ways for people to reach out to me, if they have concerns about their business right away, I give them a simple meetwithbenjamin.com meet with Benjamin, and you can set yourself up an appointment to sit down with me for about an hour, and I can analyze your business for free and figure out what the problem is there and see what can be done, right? But the book, the purpose of the book is for people to understand the concept without me going more in detail because the book is only 113 pages long, so it's it's not a lot of fluff. It's like i rather get people, because I've done sales courses before, of course, I've been in sales for 23 years, and I figure a way that it has to be a belief system. So I try to keep it simple for them to understand the principles of what needs to be done. 
So the book covers the 10 steps with stories in them, and it makes it entertaining because one of the things that differs between me and everybody else is that I try to make it fun to learn sales because it, it, it can get tenuous. You're changing a lot of mindsets and everything like that. But I want you to have fun because in the end, when you actually is able to sell, you're actually helping people if you believe in your product and it's doing good, right? That's true. That's true. So, Ben, we really want to thank you for uh, being our guest tonight and for sharing uh, this inf- interesting information from from your book, The Master of the Art of uh, Closing the Sale, the game-changing 10-step sales process for getting more clients and referrals. And I'm sure that many in our audience were surprised to learn how much they did not know about sales. I know I was. So thanks again so much for uh, sharing that information with us this evening. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Now, and what I always say, if you like it or love it, sell it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Now, if uh, for our listeners, if you missed our phenomenal two-hour live town hall event, Racism in America, uh, on last Tuesday, where do we go from here? Uh, that is available now on demand on our website, Blog Talk. That's B L O G T A L K, blogradio.com forward slash C W R Talk Radio. We strongly recommend that you listen to it. It's our gift to America, and everyone in America really needs to listen to it. It was just an outstanding discussion about this important subject. So visit our website. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash CWR Talk Radio. It's also available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher if you prefer those uh, platforms. And you may get direct links to those services at our main website, cwrtalknetwork.com. So thanks for listening this evening. Join me again next Monday at 6.30 p.m. when my special guest will be dynamic radio host and social activist, Mr. Albert Butler. We will be discussing the plight of black men in America and the black race in general. So join us and share your viewpoint on this very timely and important subject. Until then, have a great week and be blessed. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.